Shalom Alechem, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to support this work, friends. If you're being blessed by it, if you're being encouraged by it, uh, please consider supporting the work and helping it uh, survive and thrive. Well, today we are looking at our weekly Torah portion, which happens to be a double Torah portion, which happens occasionally, not very often, but occasionally you'll see two portions uh, stacked together in the same week. And so today is Tazriah and Metzora. And it means conceive and it means leper. What's interesting, and we may find interesting uh, to read, whereas normally we wouldn't really find it interesting to read, Metzora deals with the leper, and it deals with the laws for diagnosing and then quarantining lepers. And uh, normally we'd probably gloss over that and, and uh, you know, wouldn't really speak to us much. Uh, but given our current circumstances, uh, this, may have, this may be of great interest to us this morning. And so that is, and, and the first portion is just a very short chapter uh, called Tazriah, Tazria, um, which means she conceived. And so it's the, uh, basically the laws of purification uh, dealing with childbirth. So that is what is on our agenda for today. So it's chapter 12 through chapter 15. And uh, so that's what we'll be covering, and we'll be reading from the King James Bible this morning. So chapter 12 deals with the purification of women after childbirth. 13 deals with leprosy and the varieties of the symptoms. Chapter 14 deals with the purification of the lepers and the lepers' houses. And then chapter 15 deals concerning bodily discharges. So that is our agenda. All right, without further rambling... And talking, uh, let's just dig right in because we've got quite a bit to cover. Starting with chapter 12 in the book of Leviticus. Uh, we'll read from the King James Bible. Let's begin. Verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a woman have conceived seed and born a man-child, then she shall be unclean seven days, according to the days of the separation of her infirmity. She shall be unclean. And in the eighth day of the flesh, as of his foreskin, shall he shall be circumcised. And she shall then continue in the blood of her purification, three, purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying be fulfilled. But if she bear a maid child... And she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her separation. And she shall continue in the blood of her purifying threescore and six days. And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled, for a son, for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb in the first year for a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, unto the priest, who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that hath borne a male or female. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons, 
the one for the burnt offering and the other for the sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Chapter 13 And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in this skin of his flesh a rising, a scab or bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priest. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh, and when the hair of the plague is turned white, and the plague in the sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is the plague of leprosy, and the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in the sight be not deeper than skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut him up, that he hath the plague seven days. And the priest shall look on him the seventh day. And behold, if the plague in his sight be at a stay, and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven days more. And the priest shall look on him again the seventh day. And behold, if the plague be somewhat dark, and the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spread much abroad in the skin, after that he hath been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spreadeth in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is a leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in the man, then he shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and it hath turned the hair white, and there be quick raw flesh in the rising. It is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. And the if the leprosy break out abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that hath the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest looketh, Then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all the flesh, he shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague. It is all turned white, he is clean. But when raw flesh appeareth in him, he shall be unclean. And the priest shall see the raw flesh, and pronounce him to be unclean. For the raw flesh is unclean, it is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turn again, and be changed into white, he shall come unto the priest. And the priest shall see him, and behold, if the plague be turned into white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, that hath the plague, he is clean. The flesh also, in which even in the skin thereof was a boil, and is healed, and the place of the boil there be a white rising, or a bright spot white and somewhat reddish, and it be showed unto the priest. And if, when the priest seeth, behold, it be in the sight lower than the skin, and the hair thereof be turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy broken out of the boil. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there be no white hairs therein, and if it be lower than the skin, but be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And if it spread much abroad in the skin, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is a plague. But if the bright spot stay in his place, and spread not, it is a burning boil. And the priest shall pronounce him clean. 
or if there be any flesh in the skin whereof there is a hot burning, and the quick flesh in the burneth have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white, then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the hair of the bright spot be turned white, and it be in the sight deeper than the skin, it is a leprosy broken out of the burning. Wherefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it be lower than the other skin, but be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And the priest shall look upon him the seventh day, and if it be spread much abroad the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. And if the bright spot stay in its place, and spread not to the skin, but it be somewhat dark, it is a rising of burning, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is an inflammation of the burning. If a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, then the priest shall see the plague, and behold, it be in the sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head or beard. And if the priest look on the plague and of the skull, and behold it not, and it be not in the sight deeper than the skin, and that there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut him up that he hath the plague of the skull seven days. And in the seventh day the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the skull spread not, then there be it in it no yellow hair, and the skull be in there, and the skull be not in the sight deeper than the skin. He shall be shaven, but the skull shall not be sh have shall not he shave, and the priest shall shut up him that hath the skull seven days more. And in the seventh day the priest shall look on the skull, and behold, if the skull be not spread in the skin, nor be in sight deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the skull spread much in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look on him, and behold, if the skull be spread in the skin, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair. He is unclean. But if the skull be in the sight at a stay, and that there is a black hair grown up therein, the skull is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. If a man also or a woman have in, a skin, in the skin of the flesh bright spots, even white spots, then the priest shall look, and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of their flesh be darkish white, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin, he is clean. And the man whose hair is fallen off his head, he is bald, yet he is clean. And he that hath his hair fallen off from the part of his head towards his face, he is forehead bald, yet he is clean. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead a white reddish sore, it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald head or in his bald forehead, as the leprosy appeareth in the skin of the flesh, he is a leprous man, he is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare. And he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. 
he is unclean, he shall dwell alone without the camp, shall his habitation be. The garment also that the plague of the leprosy is in, whether it be of woolen garment or linen garment, whether it be of the warp or woof, woof of linen or of the woolen, whether in the skin or in any made, anything made of skin. And if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin, either in the warp or the woof, or in any of the skin, it is a plague of leprosy, and shall be showed unto the priest. And the priest shall look upon the plague, and shut up it that hath the plague seven days. And he shall look on the plague on the seventh day, if the plague be spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf or in the skin or any work that is made of skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy, it is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or wolf, in woolen or in linen, or anything of skin, wherein the plague is, for it is the fretting leprosy. It shall be burnt in the fire. If the priest shall look, and behold, the plague be not spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf, or in anything of skin, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing wherein the plague is, and he shall shut up seven days more. And the priest shall look on the plague after that it is washed, and behold, if the plague have not changed its color, and the plague be not spread, it is unclean, thou shalt burn it in the fire. It is fret inward, whether it be bare within or without. And if the priest look, and behold, the plague be somewhat dark after the washing of it, then he shall rend it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the wolf. And it and if it appear still in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf, or in anything of skin, it is the spreading of the plague. Thou shalt burn in that wherein the plague is with fire. And if the garment, either warp or wolf, or whatsoever thing of skin it be, which thou shalt wash, if the plague be departed from them, then it shall be washed a second time, and shall be clean. This is the law of the plague of leprosy, in a garment, or woolen, or linen, either in the warp or wolf or anything of skins to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Chapter 14 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look. And behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean and clear and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop and the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in the earthen vessel over the running water as for the living bird he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet of the hyssop and shall dip in the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water and he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and wash himself in water, that he may be clean. And after that he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all of his hair off of his head and his beard and his eyebrows, even all his hair he shall shave off, 
and he shall wash his clothes. Also, he shall wash his flesh in water, and shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two of the he-lambs without blemish, and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish, and three-tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil, and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean, and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one lamb, and offer for the trespass offering, and a log of oil, and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place. As for the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it up on the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into a palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And the rest of the oil that is in his hand shall be the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, and upon the blood of the trespass offering. And the remnant of oil that is in the priest's hand shall, be, shall pour upon him of the head that is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And the priest shall offer a sin offering, and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanliness, and afterwards he shall kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, and he shall be clean. And if he be poor and cannot get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be waived to make an atonement for him, and a tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering and a log of oil. And two turtle doves and two young pigeons such as he is able to get, and the one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. And he shall bring them on the eighth day for his cleansing unto the priests and to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering, and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour the oil into the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall sprinkle it with his right finger, some of the oil that is in his left hand, seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of his right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the place of the blood of the trespass offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed, to make an atonement for him before the Lord. And he shall offer one of the turtle doves and of the young pigeons such as he can get, even such as he is able to get, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, with the meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law of him who, in whom is the plague of leprosy, whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, and the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, 
When you come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and put the plague of leprosy in the house of the land of your possession, and he that owneth the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, It seemeth to me that there is, as it were, a plague in the house. And the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest go into it to see the plague, that all there is in the house be not made unclean. And afterward the priest shall go in and see the house. He shall look on the plague, and behold, if the plague be in the walls of the house, or hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, which is in, the, which in sight are lower than the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house of the door of the house, and shut up the house seven days. And the priest shall come again on the seventh day, and shall look, and behold, if the plague be spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which the plague is, and it shall cast them into an unclean place without the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped within round about, and they shall pour out the dust that they scrape off with the city, without the city, into the unclean place. And they shall take the other stones and put them in the place of the stones, and he shall take the other mortar and shall plaster the house. And if the plague come again and break out in the house, and after that he hath taken away the stones, and after he hath scraped the house, and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look, and behold, if the plague's be spread in the house, it is a fretting leprosy in the house, it is unclean. And shall he break down the house, the stones of it, and the timber thereof, and all the border of the house, and he shall carry them forth out of the city into the unclean place. Moreover, he that goeth into the house all the while that is shut up to be unclean until the evening. And he that lieth in the house shall wash his clothes, and he that eateth in the house shall wash his clothes. And the priest shall come and look upon it, and behold, the plague hath not spread in the house, after the house was plastered. Then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he shall take the cleanse of the house, two birds, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop. He shall kill the one of the birds, and the earthen vessel over the running water. And he shall take the cedar wood of the hyssop, and the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the strained bird, and all the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, and with the living bird, and with the cedar wood of the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall not let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields, and make an atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for all manner of plague, of leprosy and skull, and for the leprosy of the garment, and of a house, and for the rising and the scab, and for the bright spot, to teach when it is unclean, and when it is clean, this is the law of leprosy. Chapter 15 And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue he is unclean. It shall be his uncleanliness in his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue, or his flesh be stopped from his issue. It is in his uncleanliness. Every bed whereon he lieth that he hath the issue is unclean, and everything wherein he sitteth shall be unclean. Whatsoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. And he shall sitteth on anything wherein he sat, that he hath an issue, shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until even. And he that touches the flesh of him that has the issue, shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until even. And if he hath the issue, spit upon him, 
that is clean, and he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. And what saddle soever he rideth upon that hath the issue shall be unclean. And whatsoever toucheth anything that is under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. And whomsoever he toucheth that hath the issue and hath not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. And the vessel of earth that he toucheth which hath the issue shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and bathe his flesh in running water, he shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take to him two turtle doves and two young pigeons, and come before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle in the congregation, and give them unto the priest. And the priest shall offer them, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord of his issue. And if any man's seed of copulation go out from him, then he shall wash all his flesh in water and be unclean until even. And every garment and every skin whereon, his, whereon is the seed of copulation shall be washed with water and be unclean until even. The woman also, in whom the man shall lie with seed of copulation, they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean until even. And if a woman have an issue, and her issue in her flesh be blood, she shall be put apart seven days, and whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until even. And everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean, everything also that she sitteth upon shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. And whosoever toucheth anything that she sat upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. And if it be on her bed or on anything wherein she sitteth, when he toucheth it, he shall be unclean until even. And if any man lie with her at all and her flowers be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days, and all the bed whereon he lieth shall be unclean. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of the issue of her uncleanliness shall be as the days of her separation. She shall be unclean. Every bed whereon she lieth all the days of her issue shall be unto her as the bed of separation. And whatsoever sitteth upon shall be unclean and the uncleanliness of her separation. And whosoever touches those things which shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until even. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day she shall take unto her two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and bring them unto the priest, and to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her before the Lord of the issue of uncleanliness. Thus shall you separate the children of Israel from their uncleanliness, that they die not in their uncleanliness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law of him that hath an issue, and of him whose seed goeth from him, and is defiled where therewith, and of her that is sick of her flower. And of him that hath an issue, of a man and a woman, of him that lieth with her that is unclean. 
And that, my friends, is the tour portion for this week. And it's, uh, you know, I admit that some of these, some of this is just, it just, it's so repetitive that it gets kind of hard to follow. And I realize it's not as exciting as some of the biblical stories, um, but it's recorded for us and uh, we need to know what it has to say. And there's always value in knowing what the old, uh, what some of the old scriptures say. Um, what some of the Torah says, even though it's regarding to a lot of laws that have to deal with the priesthood, uh, which we're not under that priesthood anymore. We're under the we're under the high priest, the Lord Jesus Yeshua, who is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. It's still important to understand these old things because they point to, you know, they foreshadow uh, things that are relevant for us even now. And um, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting how God's prescription is for handling plague. You know, it's to be examined, and then if it looks like it's possible that it could be the plague, then that person is to be shut up for seven days. The person is to be quarantined, not the whole population, right? Just the person. And then we examine him again after the seven days, and we can determine if he's unclean, if he's fit to go back into society, or if he needs to be shut up for another seven days. And, the, and that's how the process works. And anybody who comes in contact with these things, they are to cleanse themselves, wash their clothes, wash their body. I mean, it's all very common sense, right? Um, not like what we're doing today where we quarantine the entire population. Um, and I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Uh, we all have our opinions about why this is happening and, and why they're choosing to take the routes they're choosing to take. But God's prescription for this for a plague like leprosy, which was highly contagious, was to simply quarantine the individual who had the symptoms for seven days, look at him again. If they're unchanged or, or whatever, you can quarantine him for another seven days. If he's gotten better, he can come back out. Um, if he's gotten worse, he's just declared unclean and he's to be separated from society until he is clean. It's very basic, very simple, very common sense. Um, you know, wash your body. You know, just just very basic and easy to comprehend. Um, although, as we're reading it, it seems repetitive because, you know, he's kind of repeating the same things. Um, but it's just to make it very, very clear uh, how this was to be dealt with. Anyway, I hope that for, in some way, <laughs> you were blessed by this reading uh, this morning, and I'm a firm believer in God's word, and God's word says that his word never goes forth and comes back void, so there is some value for us uh, to be had uh, from the book of Leviticus. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you this morning. Thank you for those of you who are willing to support the podcast. I appreciate you very, very much. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.